0: You
1: got the touch! You got the power!
2: Yes we do! Yeah! Welcome back to the Unmasked, I always feel like a sports presenter when I'm saying (laughs) that. Welcome back to Good Energy. energy. It's good energy. Derby! Wayne Wiedemann. Something Wayne (laughs) Wiedemann killing you the wing for the touch. No, we are the Unmasked Podcast, your weekly podcast for daily well-being. My name's Stuart. I'm here with my good friends Jason, Lee. How are G'day, we? G'day. Good. We have a, we have a very special guest we here. Do. We have Julia here. How are you, Julia?
1: I am good. How are we all? Yes. Well, thanks, Julia.
2: Splendid. It's not Julie. It's not because we were given. To, oh, we need to record a longer intro for that because it just it just stops. With uh, with the touch, but that's okay because we love Stan Bush and he can do no wrong. No wrong.
1: I thought we changed that song to something more.
3: Mm, yeah, we changed it back,
2: but we changed it back. It's we Stuart made took a you vote. You? We made an. Executive we took a vote. <laughs> okay. yeah.
3: that was an executive
2: well, decision made. It's a
3: landslide, two to nothing vote. Right So <laughs> sorry, it's sorry.
2: back to the
1: Stu and Jays podcast. Yeah. I take
0: it. Julie, what
2: are your thoughts as a uh, a Gen Zer on mm-hmm. Stan Bush?
0: Um, I feel like it's almost a part of my childhood, you know.
3: Sure, <laughs> rock on. Been been <laughs> well. yes. Thank yes. you, Sandra. You've been raised
2: well. Good answer. Julia is a student here at Temple Christian College Year Twelve, Year 12. Um, going on to do great things, and uh, we're very excited to have you here. Thank and, you, guys. Um, what are you going to share with us today? No, I'm joking. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us all your deep, dark secrets, we're, we're having a bit of a different episode today. So obviously in past uh, episodes we've had some experts come in and talk about different things to do with mental health. We thought that as part of that we want to demonstrate some of the stuff that people have talked about. Now we talked about on probably our first episode about the mental health continuum. A really important part of that of improving, uh, doing stuff for our mental health is the, uh, the art of connection, Right connecting with friends, connecting with family, uh, peers, all that kind of stuff. Um, If anyone has ever um, watched... Uh, any kind of self-help stuff on the internet, um, any kind of thing like that, or talked about a thing called vulnerability, a person called Brene Brown. Has anyone heard of Brene oh, Brown? she's
1: my go-to. I yes.
2: love, love her. Love Brene. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Julia, ever heard Don't of Brene Brown? Don't know her, actually. Well, there we go. A little bit of homework for you because as a Year 12 student, I'm sure you've got nothing to do. No time.
0: Um, no time at all.
2: Google Brene Brown. She's fantastic. But one of the things she talks about in terms of connection is vulnerability. Mm. And she has this amazing TED Talk. Do you know what TED Talks are?
0: I do know what TED there Talks are. There we go. Are.
2: It's, I think, the third most popular <laughs> TED Talk of all time. So oh, wow. have a look. The Power of
3: Vulnerability. Yeah. She's got a great book on it as well. Yeah. yeah. What's that book called? Gifts of Imperfection, I think. Mm. Is a there we mm. go. She's,
2: a,
1: she's the perfect blend of educated and relational.
3: Mm.
2: She's yeah. just brilliant. She is. Yeah. So I think she has a Netflix show or mm. an Amazon. Oh, no, on Binge. Ooh. Uh, something about emotions. Anyway, my wife watched it. No, she does. it
1: is Binge. I do So This out. is not an ad.
2: This is not an ad. But if Binge would like to sponsor us. it, that's, we're quite happy to <laughs> receive some free subscriptions to Binge. Oh, <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld has got a show on Netflix. So that's all. Oh, all thanks, right. Jace. for yeah. that The comedians that and Carl <laughs> with the coffee. Is yeah, that what you're talking both about? Of that. Yeah, and Seinfeld. And that oh, nothing, and Seinfeld. That's, so. that's the only TV thing I stream. So I thought we were e- just sharing
3: what we liked. What? Nope. <laughs> we get
2: distracted pretty easily, yeah. Julia. So um, what's your favourite streaming service now? So we thought we would demonstrate a bit of vulnerability. So what we're going to do over the next, every, every so often, is one or two of us will, we have this handful of paper, which I've cut up. And ASMR,
1: you Claire can will hear love that. that. Yeah, where
2: we go. And I've dropped one on the ground. That's okay. And they have a series of questions on it, right Now, Jason is going to be our guinea pig for today. Great, because I'm round and fluffy. He does look like a guinea pig. <laughs> can't confirm. Um, <laughs> There we go, getting vulnerable already. Um, <laughs> Jace is going to pick three of these questions or just pick three random questions out of this. There's, I don't know, maybe 50 there. And uh, read them out and then choose to answer one. Yep. Right? And then we are just going to have a chat about that mm. and hopefully get a bit vulnerable, hopefully um, talk about some things. Who knows where this will go? This might go for three hours. This might go for... Two minutes. There's a
1: yeah. high chance it'll be three
2: hours. Yeah, if it's going for three hours and maybe put this on uh two speed. If I pick
3: the right or wrong question, you yeah. might break the you might break the yeah. break the dam and all right. So let's do this. Anything so pick you your first pick your first piece about of paper this, by the way. D- yeah, don't look, don't look. All right, all right, so just choosing one and reading it. Yeah. And this one says What's that one say? <clears throat> what is something you're insecure about or like to hide from the world? Oh, there we go. That's a good that's Ooh. a good start.
2: What's the second one? I'm hiding that question. Uh <laughs>
3: that's a big one, that, that one. Is. What is something you dislike slash hate? Okay, I might get awkward around.
2: A... Th- I might get around awkward around this room, but yeah, yeah <laughs> my wife's in the room.
3: <laughs> Risky, uh, and you've got this, something again that I dislike or hate. Okay, we'll get I, I hate that doubling one. <laughs> up. Hate it. <laughs> wasting paper. I hate wasting paper.
1: <laughs> Sorry about the forests.
2: Have you ever been in love? Okay there we go Another <laughs> question Is that a yes or a no I'm question we're wife. done right, yeah. we'll Thank you very much like, Alrighty <laughs> so what, um, what have we got Repeat those no, questions No like, What know. is
3: something You're insecure about Or like to hide from the world mm-hmm. Have you ever been in love What is something you Dislike or hate mm. We've already covered the dislike and hate. I hate wasting paper, especially after <laughs> <if you have laughs> the same question. Good. I have been in love, but I'm sitting next to my wife right now. So I'm wow. still in love. Oh, bless, bless you. Her. Um, so I guess I have to go with the most riskiest one of all. It's something that I'm insecure about or like to hide from the world.
1: Public speaking is one of his biggest fears, yet one of the things he's best at.
3: Uh, why, don't, why don't we let yeah. Jason answer Lisa? He's so. also
1: insecure about... <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just really short. Um, yeah. So, so probably interesting. Maybe interesting I don't know. If people that know me, like mm. I am a very awkward, uh, uncomfortable, shy extrovert, and so like, which is probably a probably bit bizarre. So, like, I feel always awkward, but I'm always in in like a spotlighty type space. Right. And so, I would say, so this is interesting because it comes down to, um, and what we're talking about here, the biggest gap in making genuine connection is is this the essence of shame. Um, yep. shame is, is kind of the feeling that we're, uh, if we actually put ourselves out there, we will not be accepted. And so like, so for me, like my internal dialogue actually isn't, is very probably different to how I come across. And so my, so this is in terms of what I, you know, feel insecure about is, is being liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to be liked mm. and I'm not really sure if I have what it takes to be that, um, or if I actually put myself out, and so I think about this a lot lately because um, I don't, I don't feel like I completely be a different person with different groups. But I know that there's certain parts of myself, depending who I'm with, that I will with, like completely withhold, mm. um, because yeah, I'm not sure if those people are going to accept those parts of me. Mm. And and so it's not not a specific thing because it depends on who I'm with. So like well, part
1: of that's life experience and wisdom where you've chosen. Realize that person's not safe, and I'm going to Sometimes, put the in
3: sometimes there. not safe. Sometimes, like you know, um, you know, if I share my opinion on this topic that's contrary to yours, mm. is there enough love in this room for you to love me, even though we disagree? Yeah. Or um, if I share this, um, yeah, if I share my certain mistakes or certain yeah. faults or certain sins or whatever, is there enough love? am I lovable enough is there enough good about me that I will still be accepted and my general self dialogue is i don't think there is and i've had yeah. to really <laughs> challenge that lately yeah mm.
2: and because your of your personality you you want everyone in that room to like you yeah 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 and so that's a really i mean that's
1: i mean who doesn't well some people
2: some people and, and i think because like, i'm i'm a little bit in like that with in myself in the regards that i'm um, You know, a bit of a people pleaser, and want everyone around to be happy and be and to like me as well. And for that, um, and so, does the insecurity come from uh, fearful that they won't like you? Is that where the insecurity comes? or is it something? Is it something else?
3: Yeah, I guess it's that fear of um, rejection. I think Um, the sense of like, I really admire people who can be blunt Mm. and just and not. I'm like, I couldn't say that. I couldn't say that, and there's probably and particularly when there's times where I probably should, mm. do you know what I mean like you, when you know hey I should don't look at me, I shouldn't <laughs> sh- you know I, sh- I should yeah, actually yeah. speak up, yeah, or yeah. you know this is actually really important. I should share this, or I should say something and I don't and and so there's this kind of friction within myself of like you know in terms of my values or convictions, this is how I want to act in terms of this um, fear of being rejected, yeah, yeah. I'm in conflict now with myself, and I and I end up probably feeling lousy either way, right? Yeah, like sure. if mm-hmm. I said it and then got rejected, I yep. feel lousy. Yeah, total shame. But for not saying it, I feel shame. Yeah.
2: And so you find, like, I mean, you know, Jay, um, sorry, Lisa made a, a funny comment. You know, speak for yourself or something like that. Mm. But I mean, Lisa and Jace are, I'm not sure if we mentioned it before, but a married couple. Mm. Yes. Um, what well, you said, you're in love. You with and Julia are person. not married. <laughs> Julia, just to be very Correct. clear. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. Uh, Sorry, Noah uh, yeah, <laughs> And Claire <laughs> And Claire, well um, But I'm assuming that you are able to be more blunt For lack of a better word Or share your opinion with Lisa Because you've developed uh, Because you, because of your relationship yep. And because you've known each other for a long time And all that kind of stuff But obviously with people who you may know less You're, you're unable to do that So what do you think about Why is it with your relationship with the one that you love the most mm. Why is that different? I think,
3: t- t- like, to be honest Like it didn't really start that way and it hasn't always been that way um more so circumstances forced it and like Lisa's fantastic in terms of um always pushing in you know what do you like because because I was pretty much mute in Mm. conversation I was like a crazy out there person he'd run
1: around in his in the superhero costume easily (coughs) because it was less awkward than having a conversation having a
3: conversation like but but like in terms of um yeah and even now conversationally like I I can really engage in conversation as long as you let me ask you heaps of questions and you've got something to talk about.
2: Interesting, yeah. Interesting. So yeah. you're really on the front foot with stuff, and you're um, you're afraid to be asked a question by someone else. I'm
3: heaps happy to be asked a question. Okay. I, d- I just don't have anything to say.
1: He I thought Jace hated me at the start because my best friend at the time Sarah Hall. He Jace would always be like, "Hi Sarah, how's David?" Because that was the connection point. Else. I got nothing. Else. And I'd be like, "Hello, Jason. I'm Lisa." But he liked me, but I didn't even think. Like yeah. we just were learning the skills of how to
3: like like talk. I I would and still do need to pre like to have something to say to bring to a conversation sure. I need to pre-think it yeah, yeah I yeah, need yeah. to have it up my sleeve yeah. um, otherwise all I've got is questions and it's not that I'm like scared of anything it's just like, I'm generally kind of like I don't know what to to bring to a thing so but if pe- people are generally pretty happy to talk about what they love so I'll find out what that is and I'm, I'm on board and I'm pumped on that yeah. and if anyone asks me anything he's happy to to go but yeah, you know, some people just, well, most people just kind of come to the table like, oh, did you see this? And what then, that? Blah, mm. blah, and off they go and they check out all sorts. And I'm not normally just sitting back going, Yeah, yeah. It's a podcast.
2: I know when you yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was sitting
3: down, I was sitting down <laughs> saying nothing. Yeah, yeah.
2: How do, you, how do you feel like that's affected your life?
3: uh like so in in yeah so being vulnerable heaps of times when i feel really down about myself or particularly in the past because you find yourself in social situations where it's just like you're completely disconnected because you haven't really been able to engage and just feel like man like i am just bad company like like what sort of company am i if i've got nothing or if i'm sometimes with someone who's you get not much to answer like i've got nothing to say Mm. like there's empty space in my head. It's not like I've got all these things <laughs> I want to say but I'm scared to say them. Mm. But they, that a, happens in other times. There's a few things
1: at play because you do have attention deficit. Like you do have different things happening in your body that have contributed to those responses as well, I yep. think. And also I think coming from different backgrounds, mine totally. was pastor's kid, Greek family. It's like get it out, yell it out, say sorry <laughs> sure. and, and, go, and full communication, open book. And so um, when we first got together it was like, I had too much to say, and Jace was silent. So you slowly mix it, where Jace is quite comfortable to say the truth within the four walls of our home. I think. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Julia, how do it's you still f- risky? How do you find as as I'm a j- for that. as I'm a sure. Jed and Zeta mm-hmm.
1: uh,
2: talking amongst your friends? Like, do you find this is something that sort of holds you back, or maybe with your peers, um, something that you guys struggle with?
0: I think it wouldn't necessarily be like a strong struggle but I think there's so many points of communication now that we have in our day and age right. with being like we can connect over social media. Like if I've got something to say, I don't have to wait till I see the person the next day, mm-hmm. I can send them Snapchat which is like I think it adds a whole nother layer to this that sometimes we are so overly connected online that this incense draws away from being able to connect one-on-one mm-hmm. in person which I think can sometimes be a bit of a like problem in our generation yeah so, really. so do you
2: are you do you think that you're able to properly connect in that way because sending something over a snapchat for example is something that literally disappears hmm. and is not something that's face to face but uh, you know me telling jason that mate you need to whatever whatever if you know i need to give a blunt opinion to jason if i did that over snapchat it's a lot easier for me to do it from home so do you feel like uh, you, that do you feel like your generation now not speaking to you specifically necessarily, but do you feel like there's something lacking in that communication with your age?
0: I think the strongest thing is probably that there can be a lot of miscommunication, mm. and that it's also you can't like really portray a lot of emotion and things through a text and through things like that. So sometimes there's a, I think there's a big interpretation or like misinterpretation in mm. a sense over wow. some things that are sent. And then it can easily, because of how wide we have this platform that we can share anything, something that's miscommunicated can then be sent to somebody Mm, else. Absolutely. And it can be totally blown out of proportion, which I think is probably a big concern. And obviously there's so much like, you know, as there's so much bullying that happens on social media, which sometimes is a route of just people having so much access to send anything to whoever they want, Mm. which is like honestly a bit scary to
1: think about. Yeah. Yeah. And even as youth workers of... 20 years, which is mm. weird because I started when I was 10, obviously, Julia, because I'm only 30. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how old I am. Sure. And we're keeping it that way because then I'm still relevant. But Stu and Jace do know. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, probably oh, – I think our job has changed more in the last five years and then I would probably say in the last year, I think, it has It's become an online – job youth work mm. these days it is so much of it is happening around keeping trying to keep you guys safe on yeah. on that
2: and, and i think that that's point. as much because um like we are we millennials right yep so we we adopted well i'm a bit
1: younger than you Steve. well
2: anyway let's not quibble over <laughs> facts um we adopted social media mm. right whereas Julia and her generation has literally been born into the digital that, generation, been yeah. born into social media. So that is literally the social life that they have. Maybe even potentially first, and I don't know what age you had access to that, but you know, some kids, you know, like I have uh, an eight and a ten-year-old, and um, I know of you know kids in my um, my youngest, my eight-year-olds class who have you know like Instagram and mm. TikTok and all this kind of stuff, and so. Um, you're literally growing up in that um, environment where that is the way that you communicate. Whereas, you know, without without getting to like um,
1: back in my day, back
2: in my day, exactly. <laughs>
1: well, we had half and half. We've had both. But it was a bit.
2: It mm. was a very. It was very different. Exactly mm. right. And um, Jason and I spoke with Katie about the Gen Zs and and growing up in that. And that's either an episode that's gone or it's coming. But uh, <laughs> there's some really interesting stuff in that, and I'd, I'd recommend that you listen. People listen to that and how. Uh, Gen Zs um, operate and um, communicate with each other. And once again, this is not like you guys are doing it wrong, but this mm. is just like Different. you guys need to be aware, we all need to be aware of how people are, um, are functioning. This has sort yeah. of gone away from, from Jason's vulnerability. Yeah, I'm super Julia, comfortable with a, it. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's talk far, more about Julia. <laughs> personally,
1: as someone who obviously does life with Jason, I feel like you, there's been a lot of emphasis on what makes you uncomfortable, but... I have seen you grow through that, all of that, mm-hmm. and push through. And and part of that is your public, like public speaking. It was his biggest in high school. Anything he'd do a video or a, some kind of silly thing. It was a
3: great way to get good grades. If if it was an oral presentation, it was like I'm gonna do it as a video with my mate. Yeah, absolutely. And, they're and like, the and the great teacher's idea. like, oh man, you're putting so much more effort there. and everyone else just stood there in front of the class. I did like a year eleven book report um, with a puppet. I was hiding under a desk <laughs> and I was a puppet. Um, And so I was talking to the puppet and I made my mate Roundy interview the puppet um, (laughs) on my book report. Matty Jones has just
1: dropped Roundy in the
3: podcast. And then then another one, my year 12 English oral report, I put the Crows grand final on and I sat at the back of the room and I commentated it (laughs) from the back of the room.
2: (laughs) So good. And they're
3: like, oh yeah, so much more creative than everyone else. And for me, it was a pure like desperate a defense fear, mechanism. De- mm-hmm. yeah, defense mechanism, wow. um, which is again like I guess part of this whole thing. This is what we do: we put masks on. This is what shame does: we put masks on, we mm. hide, and sometimes we're really good at that. Mm. So for me, being like a, a like out there person physically, mm. but not emotionally, yeah. w- has worked for me. Like like I have a lot of fun with people doing crazy stuff, and, I didn't say and that. it's still not a bad thing. But it's like. <clears throat> That's I haven't. Oh, it's been, I've been slower in learning how to sure. put my heart mm. and my th- thoughts. And out you're there.
1: still you are still careful. <coughs> oh, bit of a cough with that. Yeah, tried to not, not do it on the microphone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we were saying before about how feel like there's a quote that says "feel the fear and do it anyway." Oh, actually, Brene specializes wow. in that. But I've seen you do that. So for J- Jason, I do a little bit of speaking, and he does a lot. And it is always people assume it comes naturally because to mm. me, I'm. On the enneagram, I'm a kind show off, and so <laughs> I, for me, being with people, whatever, it's, I don't even think twice. But um, for Jace, it is like a mental battle to prepare a sermon and mm. to condense his thoughts and to present it. When he gets up there, you would think that's mm. second nature, but it's every time it is this mental battle for him. Yep. Um, but I have definitely seen you apply yourself and think, I I want to do that better, and mm. I've definitely seen you grow in that. Yeah,
0: I I would even just like because obviously insecurities vary from person to person and different people struggle with different things, what kind of tips would you give to other people about how to navigate your internal monologue, which usually produces lies that aren't true mm. and convince you to, you know, hide or live back in shame? Like, what would you say to someone else who might be struggling with the same thing or something different?
3: Yeah, big time. Um, yeah, that's a great question. So, I guess, depending on context. So, like, like uh, we'll go from the public speaking fear thing Um I guess there was a real sense of me that that was something of value and that I could add value to others in. Mm -hmm. And so I just didn't let the reality that I'm fearful of something dictate whether or not I did it because it seemed to be like doors were opening up for me to do it. So I was Mm -hmm. like, um, I'll do it and started small and grow and still growing and, um, and still... Yeah, like, and so it's awesome to see something that, like, uh, like Jerry Seinfeld, bring it back to Seinfeld, (laughs) has this joke like that. Um, you know, the biggest fear in America, um, is public speaking, and that's more fearful than death. So, like, otherwise, like, so most people would rather be in the casket at a funeral rather than giving the eulogy. And I was that that guy completely. Um, but recognizing that that was a crippling, irrational, not helpful fear, Mm -hmm. and so like really hard. To face it but recognizing that you know you'd, you'd call it maybe exposure therapy like kind of doing it anyway mm-hmm. um because your body gets used to it and you know uh, i heard another speaker they referred to a lot of our anxiety as new feeling anytime doing something new you should feel anx- anxious anxious mm-hmm. and then rewiring that to so now i tell myself when i'm feeling anxious about public speaking rather than saying i'm scared of this i'm ready Mm-hmm. because it's, it's like, bang, I'm switched on. I'm ready because my heart's going. My, my, mm. And so I tell myself now, okay, I'm ready. So you're re- rewiring or reframing mm. it as far as like actual shame type stuff. So shame disappears. The interesting thing about shame is that shame tells us um, to hide mm. Because if you come out, you'll be rejected, right? That's yep. that's the shame monologue. Um, you know, for me, I remember even like young saying, "If people really knew who I was, they wouldn't actually like me." That was the that was the shame voice in me, and I remember it super clearly, like actually saying it to myself and believing it. Um, but then with time, finding those people who I can share my worst stuff with, and once you recognise that you're still loved in that space, and on the other side of of shame, like helping someone through shame is letting them say anything that they want their worst mistakes anything and saying i'm still with you i still care for you this hasn't changed how i feel about you that's what someone in shame needs to hear um whereas if we if someone uh reinforces the rejection so if if you bring forward you know your your biggest this is what i hate most about myself and then you you're disgusted by that you you show that back you just reinforce that shame and so that people are just forced back into hiding and so um it's finding the safe people to bring things forward with and doing it. So shame mm-hmm. will disappear when you, when you bring it out in the open. And so um, it's it, it's breaking that cycle. Um, you know, I had, a fr- I had a friend who was going through something really tough and um, thought, oh, I'm going to do the brave thing and share this failure with someone. Mm-hmm. And they shared it and the person reeled back in disgust. And, and so reinforced that message wow. of like, you are disgusting. I can't believe yeah. you've done that. And so, you know, when they eventually got the courage to talk to me about it, they're like, mm. oh, I was never going to tell anyone about this again. And it was going to become a personal, private struggle, you know, and, yeah. and destroy yeah. them from within. And um, and so that's why it is really important to find the right people. Um, it's really important and to
1: be the right people. To yeah, be the so right good.
3: people and yeah. to find the right people and to be really careful of how we speak about situations publicly. So, like, you know, if the four of us sitting around here and, and we're sort of saying, do you know what, I hate people who work in cafes mm. particularly if they're of italian descent right and julia's sitting here going <laughs>
1: lucky i quit lucky i quit yeah julia's
3: but but Julia, like you know but you know i'm using a completely innocuous kind of like example but do you know what I mean like yeah. but haven't you been in those rooms
1: Except it's actually julia <laughs> it's actually julia that's what i mean i that's, think that was the point i that
3: hope was that, that was the point, the point. <laughs> that was the point right that was the point but yeah, yeah. but yeah what we say yeah, oh you know good. um sometimes people don't don't know what they're because you think oh no one one in this room struggles with this and so we say oh like you know Mm. isn't smoking Mm. disgusting and you're sitting there going like oh i was just about to to ask for help with my smoking addiction Mm. or my porn addiction or my drinking and but the but you've already been like no you've already rejected me before i said it and so that doubles up your shame and that's why it's so important how we um talk about anything at any time mm. you want to make it because it's not you you realize if you're in shame this is not a safe space to bringing this mm. forward
2: and look and that that really leads to the reason why we are doing what we're doing and the reason for connection because so you can look you're not it's it's not appropriate that you share everything with everyone right because those things that you are struggling with you know like you know there's 500 kids at the school, there's whatever, you've got all these people, and there's obviously different levels of friendship. But when you're able to be vulnerable, when you're able to connect with people that you trust, that you are able to share about those things that you are struggling with, um, those insecurities and stuff like that, and then you can be confident in knowing Mm -hmm. that. And so that's why these kind of situations, building that trust with people and connection is going to be so helpful for your mental health because then it will help with your shame, that will help with all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So um jace thank you so much that's just You're welcome i mean what a, what a what a great way to to start this little idea um and uh, i mean remarkably relevant to kind of like i guess what we're talking about as mm. well and by that was purely by um by luck i suppose um it julia thanks for coming as well It uh, no worries, really helpful guys. to have your insight mm.
1: So, get people around you. There's a quote yeah. that says, Shame dies when stories are told in safe places. Yes. So, we want to be a place that's safe. Is that is Brene Brown as well? or uh, Someone else. But, um, I'm sure Brene Brown is. It's a Lisa
2: sure. McPhee special. It's actually Lisa she's McPhee. Shocked. So, that's. Wow. She's 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 now. Now. It is now. It is now. Copyright. Um, yeah. So, yes,
1: be a safe person Good. and find a safe person.
2: Yeah, yeah, cool. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Um, we'll do this again to some other people um, and we'll, you know, speak to you later. Sounds good. Say goodbye, Bye, Gigi.
0: Bush. Bye, guys.